You're listening to Wealthwise episode number one. On today's show, we will look at investing in precious metals, in particular, gold and silver. Why to consider investing in gold and silver? What are the reasons behind such a decision? And what is their historical performance really? And there is so much more to follow, so do not worry. I'll put all of that into context by sharing my personal experience like always. And let's get started. Worldwise is a podcast where a millennial talks about personal finance, investments and business. I am sharing my personal experience with money so others can make better financial decisions, build higher net worth and become their own financial advisor. I purchased my first gold bar in early 2019. Since then, I have been buying more of the precious metal, along with silver, for reasons I am describing later in this episode. I have sold none of the metals so far and do not trade them on the market trying to speculate with price. Instead, I store them to preserve purchasing power over the long term and exchange them for currency to buy other assets in times of economic crisis. There is a quote by J.P. Morgan who says that gold is money and everything else is credit. Now, for those of you that don't know who J.P. Morgan is, he's an American financier and banker, and the statement comes from the year of 1912. Now, most people believe cash is money, that the paper and coins we exchange every day, or the number we see on a bank statement is money. Well, that might not be the case. Instead, let's think of it as currency. What is currency? It's a medium of exchange that we can use to purchase something that has a value. And there is a name for this. It's called fiat money. So let's imagine a $1 banknote. It has no intrinsic value. It is just a piece of paper, which you and I believe is worth something. It is not backed by an asset, but only by the government. So the British have the British pound, the Bulgarians have the Bulgarian lev, and so do the Swedish with the Swedish krona. And there are so many examples of different currencies in the world. So fiat money has not always been how people used to exchange money. So until 1971, the United States had the gold standard, when the dollar was actually connected to gold. Today, all world currencies are fiat, and central banks print money as they deem appropriate. But that creates inflation. So here is an example. If you had $100 in 1990 and spent them at McDonald's, you would have bought 49 Big Macs. Okay, that's tasty. Now, today, $100 would buy you just 25 pieces of the burger. So, if you don't fancy the food example, I would excite excite you um, when I say that in 30 years, the dollar has lost almost half of its purchasing value. There is another example. Let's pretend that you are born in 1990 and your parents put aside $8,000 for you to spend when you become older. They hide the dollars in the house and 30 years later, in 2020, they allow you to spend them. 
that time delay should have ensured uh, you have not spent the money on meaningless purchases, but on something big. I hope that's not Big Max. And um, you might all be disappointed to see that today, the thousand dollars saved in 1990 are worth only half of their value. But what if your parents bought gold with those thousand dollars and saved that instead of cash? In 1990, $1,000 could have bought 2.5 ounces of gold. If this was stored and exchanged back to currency, it would be worth $4,000 in 2020. That means that not only the savings could have been protected from inflation, but a good return on investment could be achieved as well. So I look at gold as a long-term store of value. To protect against inflation. In early 2019, when I started buying gold, the stock market was at an all-time high. It seemed overvalued by historical measures, suggesting stocks had yet to fail. To fall. That's to fall, not to fail, I hope. And uh, just as a side note, we talk about a correction in the stock market when it declines by 10%, and a bear market when it does so by 20% or more. Recession is when, in two consecutive quarters, the economic activity declines. So that's the GDP growth is negative. Right, let's go back to gold. Now, to hedge against stock market downturn, I looked at what asset performs well when the economy struggles. Looking back at previous financial crises, gold appealed as a strong performing asset with a proven historical track record. It acts as a safe haven from riskier assets like stocks. On our website, you can find a table that compares the performance of the S&P 500 to gold since 1975 in the biggest United States stock market crashes to this date. What is the S&P 500? Well, it's a good representation of the stock market as it is an index that tracks the performance of the 500 largest US publicly traded publicly traded companies. So I'm looking at this um, table really, and if we look back at the financial crisis of 2008, which really lasted from October 2007 to March 2009, the S&P 500 was down by 56%. And what do you think gold was? Gold price rose by 25%. So it's a really, really good asset to hold when the S&P 500 or the economy, I mean, the stock market really goes down. In brief, gold is money and has been for over 3,000 years. It serves as a long-term store of value when fiat currencies fail. It has a negative correlation to stocks, meaning that when the stock market declines, gold increases in price. One can assume gold has a defensive function, but it could also provide a significant profit potential at times of economic, monetary or geopolitical crisis. There is a chart um, in which, according to JP Morgan, which is a global leader in finance services, for the 20-year period that ended December 31st, 2018, gold is the second best performing asset with an annualized return of 7.7%. So that means that from 1998 
2018, gold was the second best performing asset, and that's after real estate. Right, so what is the reason then to buy silver? Well, silver, just like gold, is money. And you can think of silver silver as cheap money. At the time of making this episode, um, the price of an ounce of gold is $1,700 and the price per ounce of silver is about $15. So that's going to be $15.50. Meaning that silver is 110 times cheaper than gold and is more affordable to you as a buyer. This is how the gold to silver ratio is defined, but we will touch on that later. So what is silver? Now, silver is a tangible asset, meaning that you can touch it, with an intrinsic value. And the demand for it outstrips the supply. Its conductivity is the highest of any element for electricity and heat, which makes it suitable for many industrial uses. However, that coupled with a much smaller market value compared to gold, makes silver price more volatile. It means that price will decline more in a bear market and will rise higher in a bull market. Again, looking back at the last financial crisis and in the period between 2008 to 2011, gold rose by 166%, while silver increased by 448%. For a full analysis of the gold versus silver performance in uh, bull or bear markets, you can visit our website. The industrial demand for silver is strong and it grows, but the supply is not. Since silver's price crashed in 2011, mines cut down costs related to their metal as it proved cost-ineffective. Now that translated to a reduction in the metal's exploration, and lack of development of new mines. So today, most of the metals supply is a byproduct of non-precious metals, such as copper, lead, or zinc. And this has a real impact on supply, which peaked in 2017, and since then has been declining. So let's now get back to the gold-silver ratio. It simply illustrates how many ounces of silver it takes to buy a single ounce of gold. And it might prove as a good indicator for you when deciding whether to buy gold or silver at a certain time, and how might prices change. So today, the gold to silver ratio is at 110 to 1, and that is high, like really high, compared to an average ratio of 60 to 1 in the last 20 years. If you go to our website and look at the gold of silver ratio graph I have included, you could see and notice that there is a sharp decline in the ratio at only 32 to 1 at 2011 at the peak of the silver bull market. If you look for a higher return of investment in the next bull market of precious metals, silver might be the choice with the current gold to silver ratio above 100. The success of the investment, however, critically depends on the selling after the big run-up. If you look for a safe investment that protects against inflation in the long term and financial crisis in the short to medium term, then gold is to be considered. 
So in this episode, I have included three ways for you to invest in gold and silver. The first two I have used for more than a year now, and the third is currently being tested. I do not invest in gold ETFs, or those are exchange traded funds, as they carry big counterparty risks, meaning that the likelihood for things to go wrong with my investments are higher than the ways I will talk about in a few seconds. So the choice of providers for, for my precious metals investments is um, based on a way of investment, transparency, reputation and fees. So you can buy gold, for example, um, in a physical bar or coins form from a local dealer. So my first experience with gold was buying it from a dealer in a physical shop. I purchased a Valcambi 100 gram gold bar. Now, this is a minted, which means not irregular, like with a very clean finish, gold bar, which is produced in Switzerland and it is popular worldwide, meaning I could sell it fast to different dealers around the world pretty much. So the price I paid for this 100 gram gold bar was 4,200 euros. And that was um, more than a year now, or about a year now. So if I was to sell it on the same day of the purchase, I would have lost about 350 euros as the dealer was buying it back for only 3,850 euros. So this is the dealer's margin, also known as spread. The dealer you buy uh, gold from always makes a profit on every transaction. So that means that the price at which he buys the gold bar or coin will always be lower than the one he sells it for, given um, consideration of the same day. So that margin was about 8.4% a year ago. Today, a year later, if I decide to sell back that Volcambi 100 gram gold bar, which I bought for 4,200 um, euros, the price at which the dealer would buy it back is about 5,000 euros. And that means a profit of about 800 euros could be realized. In terms of percentage, like return investments, that's going to be 16% return investment annualized, which is great. Now, physical gold bars and coins trade at a margin compared to the spot price of gold. So if your goal is to invest small sums long term and can arrange a safe and secure storage, buying, buying it in that way can prove very, liqui very liquid and cost efficient. However, if you intend to hold high volumes of gold and silver, then investing through an online gold provider might prove a better choice. And silver made me look for another way to invest in precious metals. The reason was the big dealer's margin, which today is over 65%. So this doesn't meet my, this doesn't meet my cost um, effective goal of purchasing um, and storing silver. So after a research, the next company I'll talk about proved to be the choice of a way to invest. So you can invest through an online gold provider or precious metals provider such as Bullion Vault. Bullion Vault was launched in 2005 and it provides individual investors with access to the professional bullion market, where gold, for example, is traded in 400 ounces bars, the same big gold bars we see in the movies, 
which are investment grade and used by banks. Because of the size of the bars, the price at which an individual buys the precious metal is very close to the spot price of gold. The company, Bullion Vault, so that's again Bullion Vault, manages more than 2 billion of gold for over 75,000 clients, making it the largest stock of privately held bullion in the world. Pretty good if you ask me. Once you register, you can buy, store and sell gold, silver and platinum in several vault locations. So that's Zurich, London, Toronto, Singapore or New York. And you can do that at different currencies like euros, pounds sterling, Japanese yen and even US dollars. Now the company publishes a daily audit online which proves the full allocation of clients' property. The precious metals you own through the path through the platform are held as your personal legal property in explicit physical form. It is allocated to you. It is insured and stored overseas in high security votes. But let's talk about the fees. There is a 0.5% commission when you buy or sell. Storage and insurance come at 0.12% per year for gold and a 0.48% for silver. And these are subject to monthly minimum of $4 for the gold and $8 for silver. So the online gold provider is an excellent choice of a transparent company with a history in the market providing an easy access to precious metals at a small fee. Where costs could be accumulated is in the storage and insurance of the metals if low volumes are traded or stored. However, if you plan on investing a large sum in precious metals, you look for a safe and fully insured storage and an ability to trade 24-7, then Bullion Vault is a great choice. Their customer experience rating by Trustpilot is excellent and it is based on more than 1600 reviews. If you plan to buy a little bit of gold and you don't want to pay huge fees, then you could use a fintech service. Revolut, that's Revolut. Yeah, Revolut, that's what I wanted to say. So Revolut introduced a gold trading function in March 2020. Today, it is available to premium and metal users only. However, that might change soon and be available to those who use the standard, also known as the free pricing plan. So this was the case when the fintech company introduced their trading instrument for US stocks. Initially, trading US stocks was available to those who paid a monthly fee. But in less than two months since launch, it became accessible to all users of the digital bank. The financial app makes it easier to purchase, transfer and even pay with gold. It has cool features like transfer of gold between friends, auto-exchanging it, it's at a certain price, receiving it as a cash bake and saving it in a digital vault and even the ability to spend it on purchases. And this truly changes how people can own gold on a big level and provides a simple, safe and cost-effective way to own gold. There are no storage fees, but a single 0.25% markup when gold is traded during the week and a 1% markup from Saturday midnight to Monday at midnight. The precious metal is stored on behalf of Revolut in what they call 
a secured financial institution, but there is no name given by Revolut for that. So there is no way for the gold to be delivered to you or having access to it. So there are certain drawbacks if you have gold through a fintech company like that. So let's sum it up. The way you invest in precious metals depends on your time goals and planned volumes of purchase. Buying physical gold from a dealer comes with a significant dealer's margin, but if your goal is to invest small sums long-term and can arrange a safe and secure storage, buying it in that way can prove very liquid and cost-efficient. If you want an exposure to gold and be able to profit in the short short to medium-term change of price, then Revolut offers an easy way to do that. As an investment, this is not as safe as owning gold physically, and there is a counterparty risk involved. But the spread is much lower, and you do not have to worry about storage. Now, if you want to buy silver or gold in large volumes, consider using an online gold provider like Bullion Vault. You have the choice to select a vault in different, country, in different countries, be the legal owner of the precious metals, and have them stored in an and even insured on your behalf. However, that comes at a cost, but the potential gains could easily offset this. Alright guys, that is all I had for you this week, and we will see each other again next week when we will talk about real estate. Thank you for listening, and remember that you could always visit our website at wealthwise.co, that's wealthwise, spelled with Z, and remember, this show is for entertainment purposes only, It is not a financial advice. See you next time, guys.